This episode is sponsored by Agent CRM. If you're in sales and tired of paying three, four, or five different companies for your email, CRM, funnels, phone, follow-up automation, check out Agent CRM. It's an all-in-one tool that combines all that you need to reach out, nurture, and close your clients. They've got weekly support calls so you can get up and running in no time. Get a free 14-day trial by going to the link below in the show notes. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Dan with the Intentional Entrepreneur Podcast. I have a very special guest with me today. She is a business owner, um, mother, and community leader. She's involved with uh, uh, um, projects such as a Supli and um, uh, Clinic 360 that help with the uh, pandemic uh, response here in Orange County. I do want to welcome to my show my friend, uh, Linda Wynn. Hi, thanks for having me, Dan. Yo, yo, my pleasure. And, uh, you know, we, we got connected through one of the community organizations that uh, we, we were serving on. Um, but you have your hands in a lot of, lot of different things. But before we get to the topic of um, parenting and business ownership, can you share a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you're here today? Oh, wow. It's been quite a journey. Um, I went to the Fashion Institute of Design and Merch- Merchandising. Thought I wanted to work in fashion for the rest of my life. <laughs> it was a dream as a little girl. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes your life takes you in different directions. And mm-hmm. I met somebody who um, got me into healthcare. And I've been in healthcare for quite some time, um, over 15 years. And, and then I fell into entrepreneurship over the pandemic. Yeah, and I got really involved in, um, you know, the local business community. And I love it. I enjoy it. Um, I love building my network and meeting such inspirational people in the community. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, you know, I, I, uh, obviously we're connected on, on social media and, um, you posted, uh, or you shared an article that you were quoted in from, uh, inkfile.com. And that was one of the reasons why I want to reach out to you because it's some, one of this particular issue is very, uh, uh, very near and dear to my heart. And so for those of you, uh, and I'll post the link, um, uh, in our show notes, but it's about um, parenting and setting boundaries as a as a business owner uh, with 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 your children. And uh, we do obviously you have um, uh, you you do have a daughter that you work with closely. So can you share a little bit about your thoughts um, as a as a parent and a business owner, uh, how to really make sure that relationship is really strong both. Um, you know, on the on the business side, but most importantly, as a parent-child uh, relationship. Yeah. Um, so my story is is as, is as a single parent and mm-hmm. an entrepreneur. Um, just single parenting is that's the challenge of uh, my daughter relying solely on me, and she was forced to grow up a little bit faster, uh, mature a little bit faster, and be a lot more independent. And part mm-hmm. of it was because I had to work and I didn't have the option where, you know, I had a, a, a partner that allowed me to be um, a part-time, um, a part-time employee and then a part, you know, a full-time mom. Um, so I do have to be a full-time, um, you know, I, I do have to work full-time and provide for her. And um, it was important to me to find a way to be able to spend time with her as well as spending quality time with her. And at the time I didn't know any other way other than to, 
um, and I'm sure a lot of people have the same story. It's, you know, bring your child to work and, and teaching her, you know, real world life skills was really important to me, um, in building her independence. And, um, it's one of the best things I, I could say I've done, but there's also a, a terrible guilt that I feel, um, because I think some days I feel that I took a part of her childhood from her, um, where she was, uh, especially during um, the pandemic, when we mm -hmm. started 360 Clinic, she worked so closely beside me. Um, you know, we grew the, the, the business so fast that we needed help and, you know, any help we can get. She built our website and, and did our branding, our, our graphics. And, you know, there are days, you know, there are proud moments and there's moments of guilt. But the one thing that I am um, glad I've done is teach her real world life skills and be able to pay her under my business. It's, it's a great feeling. And having her file taxes and know what it's like to be an adult. <laughs> she got a tax return and she was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you haven't told her like you're just overpaying the government and they're giving yeah. you your own money. Yeah, but well. <laughs> it's, but, you know, check check in the mail or depo direct deposit. You know, that's not always bad. And it's a yes, nice. Yes, she got uh, the state refund, the federal know. refund. She was so excited. She was like, what is this, mom? And I said, you don't blow it on it. <laughs> so, um, you know, if, if you don't mind, you know, you did talk about having a little bit of guilt. And I think mm -hmm. that's 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 important. I think maybe that's kind of a maybe an unspoken part of these types of relations. Can you can you share with us maybe how you navigated um the, some of your uh, feelings through this working so closely with your daughter? Yeah. Um, you know, every so often when I do feel that guilt, I let her know. I do tell her, mm -hmm. I tell her how I feel. Um, I do tell her, um, there are times that I do apologize. I apologize mm -hmm. that, you know, I'm sorry, mommy um, has you, you know, I don't have enough time to spend with you. Um, what would you like to do together. And I try to allocate and it's about that setting the boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. Setting boundaries. And I set those boundaries when I hit burnout. I did mm -hmm. hit a period of burnout. And, um, and you know, I had a local community leader say, I was just waiting for that moment where you hit that burnout. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I did. And I didn't want anybody to know. But mm -hmm. I'm, you know, people closest to me knew how, how hard I was pushing forward. Um, once I hit that wall, it's almost as if you're you're paralyzed. <laughs> like mm -hmm. you just can't, mm -hmm. you, you don't want to get up in the morning. You just don't have that energy anymore. And I knew, I, I knew I needed to take some time, not just for myself, but also for my daughter. And I told her, I asked her, what would you like to do? Um, mm -hmm. you know, we took a trip to New York. It was a nice reset. Mm -hmm. um, we just got back from Hawaii. Um, and those are the little things that we have to remember to do that, that our work can wait. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, I think I had that guilt where I didn't want to pass up opportunities, um, especially mm -hmm. as a single working mother and as a female, we don't want to pass up opportunities because we don't know when it will come around again. Mm -hmm. And I, I took on every opportunity I could and, and I took her along for the ride to teach her the real world skills. But I also realized that I never stopped to ask her, are you burnt out? And, you know, I never asked mm -hmm. Lana, my own daughter, are you burnt out from all this work? And I'm glad that I took that time to go on a couple of vacations with her. Um, I let her plan the trips and, <laughs> you know, I paid for the flight. <laughs> I paid, paid for the hotel. And um, 
you know, she she booked she booked everything. She did everything else as far as activities. Um, so I let that was my way of um, letting her have a little bit of control as well mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in our relationship. So in, in the article, you actually talk about allocation and, you know, it, kind of along, along these lines. Can you share a little bit about maybe, you know, during the work week and obviously you're both working together. She's got school, but, you know, after school, she's she's working working with you. How do you allocate your time with her? Not just in these kind of bulk moments, right? In these like one you know, week long trips to Hawaii and, mm-hmm. and New York, but like maybe on a more consistent basis, maintaining that off work relationship with uh, with with your daughter. Yeah. So now she was doing virtual learning, and that was part of the reason why she was able to work with me um, from mm-hmm. home. And mm-hmm. now that she's back it, um, in school in person, uh, she started high school this week. And, you know, what we do is uh, this week so far, she would go to go to class, finish, you know, gets out, um, comes home and she does her homework. Mm-hmm. She does her homework immediately. She does her homework. And uh, throughout the day, I do send her emails as to what needs to get done work wise. Mm-hmm. And I let her decide how and when she completes her homework and her work. Um mm-hmm. Because I don't want to say, "Hey, finish your homework first." That's how that's how it was for us as kids, right? Yeah, finish yeah. your homework first, then you can play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I let her mm-hmm. uh, decide how she wants to um, allocate her own time. Mm-hmm. But every night, I do make sure that um, we spend at least an hour together every day, um, just quality time together. Mm-hmm. I mean, homework. She's very independent. She does it on her own. When it comes to work, I do have to supervise it a little bit. Um, to make sure it's accurate before sending it off to our client. Um, but yes, every night, right before bedtime, it's one hour, at least one hour together. And mm-hmm. we recently, we went to go see the BTS concert in mm-hmm. April and we were never BTS fans before, <laughs> but now it's like we follow them, we watch videos together and it's our way of spending time together. And um, if it's not that one hour watching BTS videos or, or music videos together, um, I do try to allocate at least an hour to go to dinner together, not home. Because mm-hmm. we do have a lot of meals at home, but I do try mm-hmm. to let her pick a restaurant. Where would you like to go once a week? Um, let's mm-hmm. get out of the house so that we can um, you know, just enjoy our time together. And another thing I also really enjoy is just being in the car side by side. Mm-hmm. And having a conversation with her because we're not looking at each other in the eye. There's no intimidation there where I'm the mother and she's the <laughs> she's a child. Um, right. We just sit right next to each other and just have conversation. And, and I love hearing, you know, her her insecurities, her fears, her concerns about being a high school student, or whether it's yeah. friendships and especially virtual learning. She was home for two years, and yeah. you know, how do you begin to make friends right in high school? So. Yeah. Yeah, making friends in high school hard enough in person, yes. And you know, uh, it, it virtual is is you know it makes it all all more challenging. So I I recently went on a um, you know, you're talking about opportunities and 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 taking trying to take on everything. I I came back from a three day backpacking trip in Yosemite mm-hmm. recently, and you know after uh, I went with the guide and obviously after three days of like eating dehydrated food and you know. 72 hours you get to know people on a pretty pretty intimate level and one of the things that you know one of those things you hear all the time but doesn't really pop until 
maybe the third or fourth time. It's like, um, you know, do you do you really need to respond to that email right away? Do you need to res- make that phone call right away? Most times, unless you know there's a life and death situation, you pro you probably don't, right? And so I think it's uh, I, I think it's a good reminder of um, even as business owners, right? We kind of always want to strike where the iron's hot um, and make the most of opportunities that are presented to. But as as parent business owners. And uh, I think it's, you know, you kind of really made a really good point is like, you know, you probably only have them for, uh, I read, I saw it go, you only have them for 18 summers. So, you know, 18 years, so to speak. Right. And so how are we, and how are we spending our time with the people that, uh, that matters to us the most, right. And we can give them our full attention in, in, in these time, uh, in these time periods. Um, I wanted to shift gears just slightly uh, because you did mention in the article the um, kind of the how your re- relationship grows while working with your daughter, right? It's not a normal employee-employer relationship, and obviously uh, she she's a minor, so there's like there's kind of a um, there's an authority hierarchy uh, that's brought into this. Can you share a little bit about? the benefits you've had, not just spending time, right? But it's, uh, and then not just learning real world, real world stuff, but um, having your daughter on board working with you. Yeah, it's, I have to say, it's really rewarding to watch Mm -hmm. them grow. Mm -hmm. And when you give them that autonomy to um, execute, it's amazing. Sometimes I think, why didn't I have that? that (laughs) You know, at Mm -hmm. that young age. You know, yeah. she started working with me, um, gosh, a few years already. And she amazes me how quickly she can get something done. Or she'll teach me something. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll, we often use Canva to create our graphics. Mm-hmm. Um, and she'll teach me shortcuts. And I'm like, oh, I didn't think of that. Or I didn't know you even know that. And yeah. and just little skills. It's, it's amazing because we think as parents, we're supposed to um, teach them everything. Um, but mm-hmm. it's amazing what we learn from them. And yeah, I, I have to say it, that it's so rewarding to um, see them grow, to see the, their resume, the, mm-hmm. right? to see them build yeah. that resume. It's like, that's pretty mm-hmm. impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't have this when I was your age, right? No, I, I, I look at her resume now and I'm, I'm so impressed. She mm-hmm. built her own website. Um, you know, her, her, just looking at her website and sometimes I look at her resume, her hard copy resume, I just think, wow. That's pretty impressive, you know, and, and, and I am proud that she'll have a, a great head start, right, in, mm-hmm. in her, a career of her choice because she has this work experience under her belt. Yeah. If you can, um, if you can sum it up in three, three points, what maybe, you know, things that you learned that most parents make, what mis- three, the top three mistakes most parents make when working with their child? Oh, one thing would be there's a tendency to hover over them, right, and and, and supervise. But mm-hmm. I think the autonomy was so important. I'm glad that I did that because you can always fix their mistakes afterwards mm-hmm. um, or, or guide them after it. Um, so I think it's giving them that autonomy not to hover over them, um, but also to guide them. I think it's important mm-hmm. to guide. Um, 
to to not just blindly delegate a task to them and just let them figure it out, but it's just to give them a few points, like mm-hmm. this is how you started, or give them a starting point and let them mm-hmm. run with it. Mm-hmm. Um, third point. Third point is just to have fun. I think have mm-hmm. fun. I think it's so important to laugh. And if it was a mistake, you laugh about the mistake and you fix it. Um, but if you don't have fun, then they won't have fun working with you anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, here I'm with uh, Linda Wynn, a mom and entrepreneur, talking about how to work with your own kids. Um, you know, you talk about learning, learning from from your from your daughter. How would you say your management style has evolved? Over over the last couple of years, you know, between first having brought her on and then today, how do you has there been any shift in you and you how you interact with her as your as her boss? Yeah, and my shift is not just with her. It's it's she's taught me in general that mm-hmm. um, you know as a leader, like there's a difference between a manager and a leader, right? Mm-hmm. And as a leader, you when you delegate, and as I mentioned earlier, um, give them a starting point. Um, don't just give them a task blindly and mm-hmm. and let them figure it out on their own. That that would be very discouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I have evolved from a manager to a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because managing is oversight, having oversight on a project. Um, yeah. You know, is really much delegating and and telling people how to do things. But it's also being a leader is also guiding as well because mm-hmm. it's also personal development. You want them to have that personal development. Yeah. So it it sounds a lot like, because I think oftentimes as as a business owner, we kind of just like, hey, I have this issue, just just solve it. Yes. Right. And whether it's your your even your own child or even another a new, your new employee, it's it's unless they have you know previous experience in that particular task, it's hard for them to just kind of go and buy. So what I'm hearing is like it's really an investment of your time. Mm-hmm. Pouring into that person so that the second time it's easier. The second, third time, they're not asking you so much. The fourth time or fifth time, now they can do it on their own. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we are uh, getting near the end here. So, of course, this is called the In- Intentional Entrepreneur Podcast. So I asked some rapid fire questions about your advice and your journey as an entrepreneur. And so are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So who do you look up to? Oh, community leaders in our local community. <laughs> All right. They know who uh, they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're a reader, what's the best business book you've ever read? How to Win Friends and Influence People. That is a classic. Yes. Um, what's the best business advice you've ever received? Ooh. Oh, yes. I got one. Um Build relationships and not to be transactional. Okay. All right. Um, if you can do one thing over again, what would it be? I don't have any regrets. I think everything led to – all my mistakes led me to where I am today. Okay. And um, what's the biggest challenge in your business today? Biggest challenge is saying no to opportunities. <laughs> All right, right. I was listening to a podcast and they interviewed Gary V. Uh-huh. And, you know, they I guess it's a very similar question. He says, um, I have too many opportunities, mm-hmm. right? And 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 um, 
most opportunists are are entrepreneurs and you know they want to say yes to everything but it, yeah. they have to learn how to say no all right final question um have you heard of the concept of uh, three feet from gold no i have not okay so the idea is um uh, this guy buys all the he buys the plot of land and he gets all the equipment right to mine mine for gold and um he digs 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 and he doesn't uh he doesn't hit gold so he ends up selling his um his equipment to the next person and that person digs only three feet and strikes gold so my question is how do you know when to pivot in your business and how do you know when you're just three feet from gold oh instincts it's like that gut feeling it's really your gut um i've learned that at times where i wanted to give up but i pushed forward and it had that grit that extra whether it's an extra you know a month or whether it's two weeks or just having that patience um but that gut feeling in my heart or my you know in your stomach you just know you just know it i think really you, your instincts tells you when it's when an opportunity is right and when an opportunity is wrong for you mm -hmm. um i i turned away from an opportunity that I, I absolutely loved, but I just knew it wasn't long-term. It wasn't right mm. for me. And, um, you know, what you love currently, you have to look at the future as well. Mm. You have to look at the long, you know, the long road ahead and, and kind of envision, is this the same path you want to take? Um, and I've gone with my gut feeling and I, and I think every time I've been right, when I listen to my gut. <laughs> All right. We have Linda Nguyen, um, community leader, entrepreneur, super mom here on the show. Thank you again so much for your time. I think this is a valuable and really important conversation to have with a lot of um, parent business owners and how do we manage our relationship with our kids as they're working for us. So thank you so much for your time and hopefully we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Dan.